Today, I am joined by my good friend, Shauna Arnett. And today we're going to be talking about taking risks in life and in business. If you're a woman who's on a path of healing and transformation, it's time to live your heart out. My name is Nancy Ma, and I'm a physiotherapist, a family woman, and a dreamer just like you. Join me each week as I share a way of living where you'll feel more alive, vibrant, and free. Shauna, thank you so much for coming on extremely short notice. My pleasure. (laughs) I literally just asked her to come two hours ago. So thank you for coming. So first I want to start by just sharing how much admiration I have for Shauna. Um, So Shauna is someone I just met only a few years ago, actually. She is someone who is the super connector. She knows everybody. And she has great connections, not just because she's super fun to be with, but because she just has such a genuine heart and she cares so much about other people. And I think people just really love being around her. So um, Shauna is someone I deeply respect and admire for just your ability to take risks, put yourself out there. And you have such an incredible life. I was sharing this with you the other day of just... You have the life, I think, that so many people dream of and would never dare to take the chances that you've taken. And this is why you're here today. We're going to be talking about taking risks. But you've put yourself out there. You've taken some risks. I think you've won a few battles. You might have lost a couple of battles. And you're just out there being an amazing role model for other women, but also for your son and for, you know, entrepreneurs. Um, So Shauna, we met her, well, Brian and I, my husband, met her because of an event that she was running called Haste and Hustle. And she is known, she is infamous in our neck of the woods for being the person that brought Gary V to this kind of small town. And uh, you were just such an inspiration for us to think, wow, we're in the small town of Grimsby. She's from Grimsby too. So you're amazing. Thank you for being here. It's uh, it's quite uh, um, it's quite hard for me to sit and listen to that. It's like really nice for you to say all those things, and I deeply appreciate it. It's also very funny to sit and listen to someone just fawn. Yes, <laughs> but thank you. Yes, I was fawning. I'm a I'm a super fan. I am, and I was intimidated before I met you because of the status right. and. To be honest, when I used to hear of women who were so successful, I'd have this sort of, yeah, intimidation that, oh, what if I meet her and she's a bitch or she's condescending or she just looks at what I've done and then whatever, whatever. And you couldn't have been so far from that truth. I don't think I even told you that. I was intimidated by just (laughs) the presence of Miss Shauna Arnett. Um, And you just always have been so kind, and and it's been great to get to know you as a friend. And yeah, thank you for all of that. Again, (laughs) it is it is a very like honestly almost uncomfortable experience, but I I appreciate all those nice things. And you know, I think it's it's great to hear for me and to know that you know you were intimidated, and then I um, broke that barrier because I or broke down that idea because. I always, that's what I want. I don't want to be intimidating. I don't want to be unapproachable. I don't want to be someone that people don't feel that they can come to or unkind or any of those things. I want to be the opposite. 
So yeah, I wanted to, to address the risks that I've taken because certainly risks in my life have you know, moved me forward and advanced my career in so many ways in my life. And you know, I'm really proud of being a risk taker. I've also you know, hurt people along the way and, and have been challenged through um, the, and I've been put myself into like significant challenge mm-hmm. through those risks. So I want to address that, that there is two sides to it. And, you know, it's hard to talk about the, the harder side of things. It's, it is hard to address and, and identify and recognize. And I, I do recognize that I, I see the whole picture all the time. I see that the risk has been, you know, fundamentally worthwhile. It's also been... Um, so there's, there's lots of pieces of it that I'm like, oh, I wish I could have done it differently. But I think that that's inherent in what risk is is you're you're doing and you're taking an action without fully understanding the implications because i think if i fully had understood all the implications of the risks i was taking i probably (laughs) wouldn't have taken them because you know i don't want to i don't want to hurt anybody and i don't want to like put myself into significant stress or challenge all the time but i have done that and yet at the other on the other side of the coin the outcome in so many ways has been incredible and so it is you know on a macro level it is has been worth it can we can we break down like what would you say would be the biggest risk you've taken in business Mm. well I think just like going on my own to produce haste and hustle yeah at a time when I didn't have any money to do it (laughs) yeah when I booked Gary I didn't even have a website I don't even know if we had the name of the event yet. I think maybe we did. Just had the yeah, we did. Yeah. And um, I had just decided to become an event producer because I thought, oh, I'm an event planner. Right. I can be an event producer. No, that's <laughs> not true. If you're an event planner, you think you can become an event producer? Think twice. It's much harder than you realize. And so I just sort of went forward with this blind, you know, sense of. I don't know. So it's not something you were planning for years. No. It happened overnight. It happened on Super Bowl Sunday of 2016. Okay. And Gary Vaynerchuk had responded to a Instagram comment that I'd made. Just, like, thanked me. or I can't remember what he said. Oh, yeah. It was um, in response to a comment I'd made about the hotel they were staying at because I recognized in his video okay and I had just booked it for a client of mine and uh, it was it was a nothing comment but in my mind it was immediately like the the walls just kind of came crumbling down on my whole idea that I wanted to create something meaningful for the Niagara region Mm. and all of a sudden I was like Gary's the guy because we had been looking at like bringing doing an event where we brought in musicians or entertainers or whatever but then all of a sudden I was like, Gary's the guy. Mm. We don't need to have another entertainment event. We already have lots of those in Niagara. So let's have a business event so people from Toronto and Buffalo and every everywhere else mm-hmm. can come here and see what a great place it is to do business but mm-hmm. also live. Right. Because I think that that was a challenge we were facing at the time is mm-hmm. that, you know, you can go and live in Toronto or go and work in Toronto, but it's kind of hard to live there because of the cost of sure. living. Sure. Whereas, and, and, and the beauty here and the cost of living was so great. And it's still so accessible to yes. so, major markets, yeah. right? So I was like, let's do that. And then immediately in that moment, I was like, he's the guy. I got to bring him here. I stayed up all night that night writing the whole pr- 
plan for the event. And I reached out to him, his agent, next the following week. And I had him booked. That was at the beginning of February, and I had him booked by the end of February. Wow. So the risk at that time, did you even, would you say you even calculated the no, risk? No calculation. Okay. No, so. like, it was like a blind, like, I'm just going to do this. Of course it's going to be successful. How could it not? I got Gary V. I've got, you know, this opportunity. It's not been done yet. All these things. And I think that I put too much weight and emphasis on other things as opposed to on myself. Okay. And, oh, I've got a great team. I've got all these things in place. And the, the thing that I failed to recognize is how much I had to grow in order to become what I was trying to become. Because, to be honest with you, I didn't even know what I was trying to become. I thought I was still just being an event planner. And I can plan an event. But when you're planning an event for a company, it's so much easier because you just have the You're budget. behind the scenes. Yeah, when you have a budget, they give you the money, you pay for things, and you can do it. Whereas when you're producing an event, you're structuring the timeline in a way to um, manage the expenses. And when you haven't got the income coming in... Right. You know, it's yeah, just, it's, it's, a, just, it's, it's a big a, investment. It's a whole, and it's a whole thing. So, so, when, what, so what fueled you? Like you weren't, you weren't even calculating the risk. I mean, it happened literally almost overnight. It's so quick. So what do you think in that moment fueled you to just push for this, this crazy thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think blind stupidity. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm kidding. But I think for me, I, I always just wanted to make a mark. And I always knew that it's your big heart. That's, that's, I think. Okay, okay. It's you wanting to care about Niagara yeah. and putting us on the map and saying, hey, there's so much beauty here. Yeah. Because the, it, n- most entrepreneurs don't think like that. They do, th- well, you would know, but, you know, we think about dollars and all that stuff, if it makes sense. And yeah. you're, you're thinking about that stuff and that passion drove you, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean... I always say that I'm a humanitarian first and a business person second. Yes, so, I would agree with that 100%. About you, yes. <laughs> like, so, I mean, I think part of it is that I, I tried to, yes, I was trying to make an impact socially, and I was trying to do something good for this area and for the business community here. I didn't have the connections at the time or the wherewithal to, like, bring everyone together the way I wanted. I think... You know, it was just, it, there was so many things that happened that could have been done better, but it's the first time we were doing it. Sure. And so that was really probably the biggest risk I ever took. At the so end what, the- at what point did you realize it was a risk now? Because at first you didn't think oh. about it. So when were you like, oh, sh- yeah. shit, yeah. this is happening? Way too late. <laughs> probably like the end of November of that year. And the event was like the following February. Okay. So like three months left to yeah. go. Like three That's- quarters of the way through. Okay. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I remember that it was in November when I realized this wasn't an event planning role, this is an event producing role, and they were drastically different. And I don't know why I hadn't identified that sooner. I think that I just get excited and I move and I just do, and I fail to like look at all the things. But um, So that was when I noticed it. And then, although, I think I did like think about it maybe back in like this the late summer, like September as, as well because I remember asking Gary oh, okay. on his show. Oh yeah, you were on his show. Well, this yeah, this I just it was like a call in, call in at this point. Yeah, asking him on the show about risk. I asked him what, how much risk is too much risk, and his answer 
basically indicated that I had taken on too much risk. <laughs> what was it? What was like? How, yeah. how? What was his answer? He answered like you know, as long as you're not putting your family at risk. Okay. Then you're fine. And I'd put my family not at risk. I mean, no one was getting hurt, but like right. I'd put people in a position where they were helping financially and otherwise. Right. Okay. So, so that's where I mean I feel like I just ran over the line of risk, and but at that point I was I, I still felt that I couldn't walk it back or I didn't have the wherewithal to know how to restructure. Okay. Yeah. So can we like backtrack and talk about because you mentioned a couple of times that you've hurt people along the way, and I just want to clarify that because I from our conversation even the other day, I think <clears throat> you hurting people it, it sounds. Like, oh, yeah, people got injured almost, yeah. but oh, yeah, no that, that's, that's obviously not the case. So what, what do you mean by that? So is it related to the risk you took in, in this endeavor? Yeah, yeah, there's certainly that. I mean, people who contributed financially and with their time that, you know, ex- had different expectations of the outcome, as I did as well. Right. And, you know, there, there's certainly some hurt there. And, and then even in the subsequent years, like when we've had to reschedule it due to the pandemic, you know, just some of the ways we've had to, you know, lean, you know, kind of operate in a very lean way or, you know, hold tickets or different things like that, you know, that creates, I, I don't know if hurt is the right word. It's not. It's, I don't think it is. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> it's a, it's You've a, disappointed yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like hurt seems say, like. Any time I've ever disappointed a person, I've probably like felt that disappointment on tenfold. tenfold. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's the thing about taking these chances. So if we go by what Gary Vee says as what's too far in, in that you're disappointing your family, I, that's also arguable. But, um, you know, in this case, when you when you disappoint other people, it's and we talked about this the other day is it's their expectations of you and expectations of the outcome that you also clearly have no control over yeah. right and it's it's upon each individual when they whether they're investing or taking risks or helping out a family member or friend that they understand that is also a risk yeah. right and you're, you're doing it together especially if you're a family or friends um that you know when someone when the outcome isn't what you expect it's affecting everybody it's not like mm-hmm. you're taking that money and then you took all the profits and you screwed everybody over because that's that's what hurting people would do exactly. but disappointing people it's like okay well the outcome isn't what was expected but it's a risk yeah. for everybody right and yeah. and i think that that is what stops a lot of people because they don't want to disappoint others yeah. right yeah. even Absolutely. You know, even on a smaller scale, I mean, what you did was a was really on a big scale. But even on a smaller scale, if you want to um, quit your job, that's a risk. And and you know, what if you're disappointing your family? What if they they're counting on you for this or that or whatever? And so, people really put that. I think too, I think too high on the priority list, mm-hmm. and that's what stops people mm-hmm. from from going forward and taking risks. I agree. I mean, we're all scared of something, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, and, and if we have a heart, then we are fearful of hurting others or disappointing others or putting, you know, friends and family or colleagues at risk in any way. And, you know, I, it's, it's funny. I actually just came from a meeting this 
morning with my business partners where we were talking about um, talking about risk to each other and how do we protect each other and how do we have equal risk and all these sorts of things. And it was interesting to me because I think that inevitably there's always risk and of course none of us want to put each other in a position where the right. risk is going to be realized. Right. Um, but I think that the what I sort of discovered this morning and, and in recent months is having really open conversations mm-hmm. from the get-go of this is exactly where we're at, this is what we're willing to do, these are our expectations, and, and just being very, very transparent. And I think that that is a lost or never developed part of business. We are always so private and we have to keep things so boxed and segmented and and you only it, talk about the positive yeah. and the growth, and you don't look at yeah. That's right, but like in a in a business setting, I think the re- the real way to move forward in a business, especially with partners and colleagues, is to be very open and honest about about things and have just real conversation and real truthful conversation. Yeah. Not this sort of like oh yeah, fluffy. fine and fluffy. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I I, I kind of got chewed up by corporate America couple times and you know it's that's a really hard experience and what I identified in that situation in those situations is the real lack of open communication right. you know it's this whole like everything is fine until all of a sudden it's not and then everyone's getting hurt or disappointed yeah you know and yeah. so I think the, the constant communication and just being open and I think that's where I try to have have changed in my life because of how I've operated in the past is just like let's just put all of our cards on the table yeah because you're afraid that what if they know this thing yeah. and they're worried that it's not going to work out mm-hmm. but i think people trust more yeah. when they know like all of it yeah. when they know the full full story absolutely and you know even i can relate this in our relationship with my husband is that you know when we when we take a risk and we're investing in something mm-hmm. and we talk about it one of the things that helps us decide is are we going to be okay if this fails you know is this going to affect our health is this going to affect our family is this you know and as long as we know that we're still going to be healthy our limbs are going to stay intact we're still going to have love and our family then we're we're good with taking risks because we know that all that other stuff is just stuff right and unless but people are so afraid of like going to zero Zero is also where where we grow from. This is where we learn. Yeah. Right? Well, let me tell you. I went to zero. <laughs> a couple of times. And Tell us about that. <laughs> Just one time. No, you don't have to go into private details, no, but like no, what I'm what not, did that look like for you? It looked very dark. Like it, it, it I always say to everyone, it felt like I woke up every day with a massive rock on my on chest that I had to like push aside mm-hmm. and then exert energy all day long to hold it mm. in place. That's very while graphic. I, while I tried to then fix the situation, mm. and that's what it felt like. And yeah. So it's. Exhausting. I can really feel that with that image. Good. Yeah. Because that's what. <laughs> yeah. And it was, you know, it was almost just like, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. how do I figure this out? How do I get out of this? Just constantly sad and upset and, and scared. And, I, and I'll tell you, I still feel fearful 
Mm. About that, ex- about those experiences sometimes. I, sure. The, the fear will still creep back in. Like, yes. And, um, yeah, like it was, it was probably the worst, those were some of the worst times of my life. Yeah. Easily. And, um, and yet I still had my teenage son to look after and mm-hmm. my life to live. Sure. And, you know, it was, that was, yeah, not fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, you know, as risk takers, we know, mm-hmm. at least now, after we've taken the risks, yeah. um, is that we can get to zero. Yeah. We can get to that point where we hit rock bottom and then there's this fog and this heaviness and there's that fear and it's there's it's not like you, you, you take that leap of faith and the fear just goes away. Yeah. It always does creep back in um, and we always still have to face it. It's yeah. like this constant um, teacher, yeah. you know? this it's To me, it's a spiritual teacher. It'll come back and say, you know, how much do you want this? How much do you want to get out of bed even? How much do you want to keep doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but the beauty of it is we can also get up from zero too. Yeah. So, I mean, those days, I don't think you're in those darkest parts. Last time I spoke to you, you're super excited about what's ahead of you. You have a clear path. So, you know, you can hit that bottom, but we definitely can and do grow from it, especially when there are other people depending on us, when you're when you have a family, when you're running a business, there's still people who depend on you and you can't be in that dark place forever. Yeah. Um, so how did you get out of that, that funk? It took a little bit. I mean, part of it was, first of all, you really learn very quickly who your true friends are uh-huh. and, um, and who really supports you and loves you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, people easily just like run for the hills right and and that's 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 reality um the people who did stick by me were the ones that really helped me get through it because they like they inspired me to keep going yeah and so what i decided to do right off the bat i remember it was you know very in in all the in the i would say in the two main situations that i'm like referring to in my head they both happened very quickly and then resolved quite quickly too. What happened and resolved quickly? So like the, the actual funk? The, yeah, the, okay. the impact of what I had done that kind of resulted in like a really, like me going to zero. So yeah, so let's actually describe what zero, to me when I say zero, I mean you've kind of hit rock bottom, you feel like you failed at something, kind of sucky you're in a position you weren't planning for and want to be in is that what you would say oh yeah and like and in deep debt okay yeah (laughs) so you're you're not just zero you're negative oh like i was way negative (laughs) okay hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know and that's so that's brutal you you know because like i said it's like a huge weight sorry can we clarify are you hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or your the business was the business but a lot of it was yeah, and this is where you'll probably catch me. But, like, the thing is, is that a lot of the support that we had received was from friends and family. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt very committed to that return. Yeah. Personally. Mm-hmm. Even though as a business, it could have been wiped. Right. In, like, whatever. But right. I still feel committed. Yeah, you know, I I think it's important to never forget who's helped you. Sure, 
and yeah, and you're you're not, and you sounds like you're close to paying that off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there is that dark side. You said it was temporary. It obviously was temporary. Yeah. You knew who your your true friends are, and and you got out of it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the, how I got out of it, just to kind of circle back, yeah. is that I started to just do things that made me feel good. Because yes. I was feeling so awful yes. about myself, and so and I was being so hard on myself. I do internally you know, internalize it. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And so what I started doing is um, writing emails and think and and notes to people just to tell them how much I loved and appreciated them and to like share a story about how they would impacted my life and these were not people necessarily in business like these were like my mom's friends Aww. these were like people I'd known from high school some of them were business right them. but I didn't want there to be a business um, outcome necessarily attached I just was like because I, I was at that you just wanted to go back to giving I just wanted to go back to giving like on the peers level and so that's what I did. I started doing that every day. I did five a day. Amazing. And it was so meaningful. Like, it just immediately would turn my energy around. Yes. And then I was like, okay, now I can go forward and, you know, deal with all the hard stuff. Yeah. And so that's really how I started to turn the, the ball around. And then, honestly, like, I just every day got up and took action. Every single day. Yes. Even, okay, let me say. Probably not every single day because there's probably some days where I was just Okay, like, most so days. Tired. Five out of seven days. For sure. Like the bulk. Yeah. And I would get up and I would take action to like recover the loss, but also um, reconcile the, the what I've done. And so <clears throat> like in the first instance, which is the first taste of hustle, like we had reconciled that within a year. Amazing. And so that's like remarkable in a lot of ways. And it was just like daily action. Like I woke up the day after the first one, realizing we'd hit this rock bottom, and I like emailed people and started the ball rolling one more time. Yeah. And so you know, I I've talked about this before, and I always share that quote from um, Winston Churchill, where he says, "If you're walking through, if you're going through hell, just keep walking." Oh. And or just keep going. Yeah. Because like there is another side. Like you won't stay there. And I think that that is when you truly do fail, is when you just right. give up completely. Or you don't even try yeah, to begin with. That's right. And so when you talk about that funk mm-hmm. of, you know, that heaviness and you're trying to lift this obstacle off you, mm-hmm. I work with so many people who feel that because they didn't even try, they didn't even do the things that they wanted to. Not even close. So they're living like this. Like you hit rock bottom and you came back out of it. But there are some who never take any risks and they live like that. And to me, that's like kind of that what Winston Churchill said is like you you, if you stay there, that's your responsibility. Right. Like it's it's the growth happens when you you're making your way back up. And and, you know, knowing you, I Ice and this is part of the reason I admire you and your life is that you t- you've done so many incredible things and you have such a beautiful lived experience and the, the places you've gone to, the people you've seen and met. Can you share like one of the best trips? I know you take a billion trips <laughs> all the time, but I mean you're not. Yes, you are also a small town girl at heart but you also are this huge world traveler and have done amazing things and 
you know, when people, especially women, they don't take that risk, not necessarily in business, but in life, they stay in that funk for a long time Mm -hmm. and sometimes forever. Um, So why would it be worth it to take the risk? Tell me about some experiences that are amazing that are, you know, we know the zero. Mm -hmm. So tell us about a couple or one amazing experience that to you was worth it to worth the risk in hindsight you've lived you've learned you've grown you're and you keep going you have other business projects coming up you're starting new businesses all the time you're doing new things all the time those zeros didn't stop you didn't hold you back so yeah so that's a loaded question (laughs) but I think for me I, I don't really regret any of it I mean other than any times when I get upset but I, <laughs> I I all of it has you know created this life like even the even going through the hardship when I look back on it now I'm like man if I didn't go through that experience yes. I wouldn't have like if I didn't go through that first taste and hustle I wouldn't have had the second one right because just all these yeah things of course to the second one and then the third and and then that that ex- those experiences have all culminated to lead to other things that I've done. Yeah. So I've managed to build relationships all over the world because people know me and my event and different things. And so ultimately, even in a, even in like a failure it's yes. or go to zero, it's still a success. It's just yes. a lost leader, if that's how you want to put it, right? Like we, we, we basically, it was just like a branding exercise. Yeah. And so, I mean, but ultimately it's good. So, I mean, yeah, I do travel all over the place and I love I love the experience of travel and taking the risk even just to do that. And I think the, the kick is to travel alone sometimes. Yeah. I, but sorry. I was going to say, tell us about, because you shared that memory is one of the best memories of your life with the... With the whale? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was in Antarctica. Um, it was, I'll just quickly backtrack on that for one second. I had never been on a cruise in my life because I'm scared of open water. Okay. And my friend phoned me and she's like, do you want to come on an Antarctic cruise on a small ship across the Drake Passage, which is two days over the roughest open water in the world. Oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) Go big or go home. So I was like, (laughs) okay. And I was, I'm not kidding you, I was quite terrified at first. And I- But you took the risk. I took the risk. And and this is, you know how risk works is that once you do it and you succeed and you get back the experience is so much bigger and better than what you expect mm. we expected yes. and it's Thank not you for saying nearly that. as scary as you think yes it never is never Anytime i've ever taken a risk it's never compared to what i thought yeah the demons are always worse Wait. when they're hiding in the closet for sure oh yes that's yeah. true so i went across the drake passage i went blind for um 24 hours because of the Dramamine patch that they gave me. Oh, okay. And um, then they took it off and I got my sight restored. And I was in Antarctica. And one of the things that we did there, which was the best experience ever, was we um, they had us do a polar plunge into the ocean. So there, you just wear a swimsuit, nothing else. And they sort of tie this rope with a life uh, preserver around it around you and you jump in and there's icebergs floating by and glaciers on the land and there you are and so I jump I jump in and then I jokingly decided to start swimming away from the boat and then they started pulling me back in 
and uh, I, I'm climbing up the ladder and then an orca whale surfaced about 10 to 20 feet away. Wow. And it was like, it was almost just like healing or something. Oh. I can't even describe it. I mean, yes. It was such an incredible experience that I had never, never had obviously anything like that happen in my entire life. It was just so beautiful. Now, I don't know whether that orca was dangerous or what. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I was out of the water at that point, but it was just, yeah, it was one of those almost like validating experiences. It is. I mean, this is look at all the risks there you already don't like open water you're taking a two-day cruise ship in the most open rocky waters mm -hmm. and then you jump into the freaking cold ocean <laughs> yeah. minus 12 like all these <laughs> risks and you have this one of the most incredible experiences and yeah. memories imprinted in your life like yeah. that sums up risk taking right there yeah. um it's not all pretty in that yeah it's still cold yeah, yeah it's still scary Oh, I was, there was nights, like, when we were crossing the Drake, like, I mean, we had to strap ourselves into bed. Like, oh, because gosh. It, it, like, it was 40, 30 foot swell, 30 foot, 40, like, it was, like, the water was easily hitting our window at the fourth oh, man. floor, right? Like, it was... Fourth floor, wow. Yeah, so we were definitely, you know, in a situation where I was, like, not comfortable. Right. But the, the experience was, it was one of the most magical experiences of my life. And, you know, not because it was just Antarctica, but because I felt like I took a risk and yes. did something way outside my comfort zone. Yes. And, um, yeah, I walked out of that trip just a new person almost. Amazing. Yeah, That's was, amazing. Yeah, that was last year. Those experiences that shape who we are. Yeah. And I, I feel like when people don't taste take risks and it doesn't have to be something so scary and like that yeah. like even on a smaller level in your everyday life but when you don't take these risks you're I feel like we're hiding who we are and yeah. we get we we hide under this rock and we, we think we want to be more comfortable but it ends up being so uncomfortable yeah. to, to live in that space and I'm so glad to have you share like the honest realities of when you take risks is that it's not obviously all rainbows and sunshine mm -hmm. there are dark days there are funks but it's always worth it like yeah. i don't think anybody who who takes chances well maybe there's probably a couple people out there who mm -hmm. who do regret it but for the most part most people regret not taking risks they get to the uh -huh. end of their life and they're like i wish i traveled more i wish i loved more i wish i tried out that business or that job or yeah went for it with that person or whatever so I, I, I totally agree you know I read this book when my son was little and it talked about how kids boys especially but kids need to get hurt sometimes you need to let them go off and play in the forest yes. and you know fall and you know ride their bikes and was it all oh, the places you'll go by Dr. Seuss no because <laughs> I love that one it talks about it there yeah you're right it, it does and, it, and you know and you're going to get scraped and you're going to break you know you might break a bone or you might whatever it looks like but the recovery the, the the recovery period that kids go through once they get through that their self-esteem is so elevated because they know yes. that they can recover yes and then it actually emboldens them in life and i think that that's almost like what taking risk does for adults yes because we take the risk we go through it we see the challenge we overcome it and we know 
that the reward is that we can now take on something even bigger and and we can get through it and so it's almost like yay for you know yay me yeah for but sure it is a way to embolden and 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 elevate your life i think yeah 100 i don't know risk i mean risk sort of has almost a negative connotation to it but ultimately it's really just like exploring beyond your comfort zone it is into a place that's the unknown and that's why it's scary but it always pays off it It always always pays off if you choose to let it it. if you choose to let it pay off then it always does yeah if you if if you just like curl up and you know into a puddle of misery yeah yeah it's not gonna work out for you but yeah the the, the trick is to to take the lesson understand it learn from it grow from it all those things yeah yeah, for sure. In in Dr. Seuss's book, I love it's one of my favorite ones, where he talks about the waiting place, and right. you know, don't get stuck in the waiting place where people are just waiting for the truck to come or the train to go or the plane to pass or all these things, yeah. and they're waiting, waiting, waiting. They don't do anything, and and you know, the book's about going on adventures and learning. And yes, you're gonna fall, but it's always worth it in the end. Oh yeah, stagnation yeah. is really the biggest risk. One hundred percent. Well, Shauna, this has been so fun, so lovely. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I hope that whoever's watching, whoever's listening, take this as inspiration. You're learning from one of the top people, women in this industry for showing what it's like to take risks with love and to doing it with consciousness. I think, yeah, you can take risks with, with, uh, without conscious, conscience and um, have a lot to lose there. But Shauna is, has such a big heart and she's learned so much, grown so much and inspires me and hopefully you. So take some risks and really live your heart out. So I'm gonna share some links below if you wanna contact <laughs> Shauna for any event planning. She only does big gigs though, but um, yeah. So thank you for watching and tune into the next episode. Until then, remember to live your heart out.